Kate, Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone we about it. We need to Louis. talk to someone about <laughs> Welcome back to It's Gotta Be Done. Hello. Mary Bolling and Kate McMahon with you today. And Mare, last week we were talking about shops, which was based around the school that yeah. Louis attends. And this week I think we should talk about the brains, if you like, behind the school, <laughs> Calypso. Ah, uh, yes, Calypso. And... I did a bit of research after we talked about shops because we'd come to the conclusion perhaps it was a Montessori school. Mm. But, um, yes, as much as I want to talk about Calypso, what I really want to talk about is gnomes. (laughs) Sister Rain has left and Father Sun is home. Brother Wind comes blowing in to welcome home the gnomes. Now, this, Tell me about the gnomes. This might seem a bit random, but I, I have gone on a real um, down a real rabbit hole with this. So <laughs> regular gnome hole, perhaps. Regular uh, bluey viewers Where would probably... Do they live in a hole? Uh, I don't know. Something foresty, definitely. Probably, if you've seen a few episodes, you've probably noticed that gnomes are a recurring theme. And especially at school where Calypso is the... Um, omniscient, omnipotent, omni-everything teacher. And, um, yeah, I was She's basically... She's like the eye of Sauron. Yeah. <laughs> all seeing, all knowing. In a good way. But yeah, definitely in a good way. But um, I, I basically just got out the Google and was like, what is going on with all the gnomes? And Tell me about your rabbit hole. Okay, so um, I'd say the school is actually a Steiner school and gnomes are a very big part, apparently, of Steiner education. Oh, which tell me more. I did not know. Do you know anything about Steiner no, schools? Nothing. Yeah, nothing right. except that they do a lot of play-based activity and I think they wear normal clothes. I, well, yeah, that's that's plausible. I don't know. I haven't looked into the fashion, but... It's probably um, very ethical and natural <laughs> fibre I think probably. Um, Yeah, my big, I guess, discovery was um, part of the curriculum in that there's a lot of outdoor play involved and when they do go outside, the kids are told, and I don't know if this is every school, but there's definitely schools where this happens, the kids are told, okay, we've got to ask the gnomes who are kind of the the nature spirits, I suppose, for permission to play outside because we're in their territory now and they'll watch over us while we play. So I'm definitely getting that vibe from Bluey because in this episode of Calypso, one of the big um, plot lines is adorable honey is building a village. Sorry, I'm just still caught on the, the guardians of the outside realm. I have never asked permission to play outside. Uh, We've we've got some uh, permission to be asking. (laughs) I have been flirting with danger this entire time by letting my children just run outside, obviously. Well, I can't be too critical because as I sort of dug deeper and deeper, I said to my husband, "Uh, I think Steiner school people believe in gnomes. He's like, what do Catholic school people believe in, Mary? I'm like, oh, yeah, well. Body and blood. (laughs) Um, so yeah, glass houses. I'm not not throwing any stones, but this was a bit of a revelation to me. 
Steiner schools, so I think I knew a bit about the background of Steiner schools. They were invented by a guy called Rudolf Steiner, um, specifically for a specific town where the employer in that town, I guess, was a cigarette factory and Mm. the workers of the cigarette factory wanted a school for their students to go to. The cigarette factory employed Rudolf Steiner to design the curriculum, design how the school would work, etc. And he came up with this Steiner model of education that is also called Waldorf education because that was the name of the cigarette brand. <laughs> so on trend for the ABC kids. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's, um, you know, you and I are both in comms. I feel like that's a bit of a branding nightmare in retrospect. Children and cigarettes. <laughs> you'd think it's you'd just be fit. trying to edge away from um, from that history. But they've, they've stuck with the Steiner oh, slash Waldorf name. And, yeah, apparently it's... The the rhythms of nature are also a big part of what they're learning about. So we see that at the start of this episode, Father Moon and Sister Sun and, um, and yeah, the story Calypso is telling them about nature kind of is what inspires then the kids to all wander off and come up with their own games. But, yeah, that's apparently, that's, um, that's what's going on here. They're, they're in a Steiner school. Wow. <laughs> I'm loving that. I think it really does inform the practices that we see for a number of episodes based at the school going forward. So adventure, um, that all actually just makes a lot more sense. And it makes um, sense why they see those little gnomes pop up in so many play episodes as well. So that's actually good good, good background. <laughs> this might be the most research we've ever done for an episode. <laughs> yeah, I guess it would be really relatable to kids who were in a Steiner school. And then even if they're not, the play... Where they take the play in this episode is so just kind of everyday storylines based on what mums and dads are doing and based on, um, yeah, based on just what's going on in the kids' lives. And it's a real mix, isn't there? Yeah. There's the fantastical and there's the very practical. So in one corner you've got the terriers building a massive fort, which I feel is a regular activity. <laughs> you do and get that vibe, yeah. yes. And in the other corner, you've got, um, you know, the mums all sitting around with their babies going, oh, yeah, life's a bit different now. <laughs> and, uh, and Bluey, entrepreneurial Bluey, running her own fish and chip shop, Greek style, I think, with that purple um, Santa hat. Yes, almost. yeah. Um, I did love, went back to the mums who were, um, I think, three of them all crowded into a little house with their new babies um, when Calypso sort of, She's doing her rounds of the classroom and she gets to the mums there. Oh, I've had no sleep all night. Oh, sorry, Coco. My, it certainly is crowded in here. Oh, I've had no sleep all night. And like, <laughs> oh, kids are hearing what mums are saying or parents are saying. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's, that and was pretty relatable for me. Nice nod to the parents who are watching too, who might be sitting there going, oh God, yeah, that's, that's mean. <laughs> but yeah, as disparate and different as the games being played are calypso's role in this episode is really just to bring them all together and get them to overlap and i reckon that's just genius because for so long like our kids not quite at that school age where games and that sort of play is everything but for so long kids just play next to each other they're just in their own little worlds and there's no there's no building of a storyline but no cohesion um, with that play yeah. yeah but calypso just is Gives us a masterclass, I reckon, on how to bring it all together. Did you know that a fish and chip shop just opened next door? Did you hear that, Roderick? I have to pop over. Mm-hmm. 
I like that she's not too overly involved in the play that's going on as well. You know, she sees her role almost like a facilitator. And even when, like, young Pretzel, who just has his legs in the air, doesn't really want to play or engage, she doesn't force that. I think um, it's probably a lesson I need to focus more on because I want to try and be inclusive with my play, but sometimes being truly inclusive is meaning that you let a kid who doesn't want to play just do their own thing for a while until they're ready. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah, little Pretzel comes out of story time and just collapses on the mat <laughs> and <But> life's exhausting <laughs> isn't it I, yeah. I could yeah I could definitely relate to his um yeah existential exhaustion you could just see it written all <laughs> over his face he was done with life but uh, but yeah it yeah. comes good for little pretzel um it was really nice to see at the start of the episode so Megan Washington the singer plays Calypso <laughs> and to hear her sing was actually quite nice I thought you know Dave McCormack the only song we've heard from him is we're going to put these wet clothes on the line <laughs> Yes. So, you know, wasted talent there. <laughs> Hopefully he comes good. I've seen a few pictures online of him holding a guitar, which hasn't actually happened in any oh. of the episodes. So hopefully, hopefully there's going to be a musical breakout, perhaps perhaps Buffy style. They'll have a full oh, musical episode yeah. of Bluey. We could, if we could put that request into the producers now, I reckon <laughs> it has to happen. <laughs> but, yeah, I was uh, doing some Google stalking is probably the only word to use of Megan Washington because I wondered if she was coming to the role with knowing a bit about kids. And she's actually had a little um, boy last year. No uh, way. Yes, which I didn't Amazing. know. Um, so, yeah, she's she's actually got the runs on the ground. Um, she would be a hipster mum. Yeah. She well, would be. I reckon she'd be pretty cool. Earthy, maybe. Well, she's like her musical career has taken her into opera these days, which is a nice crossover with Bluey because mm. we're getting a lot of the classical music there as well. Yeah. Um, we, we couldn't really pick this week's soundtrack, so leave your thoughts on our <laughs> Instagram page if you've got a clue. I sort of um, had flashbacks to... Um, the the tinkling theme in Beauty and the Beast whenever they show the rose. Oh yeah, yeah. okay. Um, it's sort of like a bit um, fantastical, um, nice crescendoing. <laughs> but yeah, huh. we'll do some more research. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. Um, but Megan Washington having her own baby. Congratulations, Megan Washington. Um, made me realise I don't even know if Dave McCormack is a dad. He, he can't not be, can he? He has like, to be, with he, the repertoire like of games what he, now. <laughs> with what he brings to the character of Bandit, surely that is lived experience, just coming <laughs> through his tired, exhausted, uh, but, yeah, still yeah, enthusiastic voice. Yeah. <laughs> I loved how um, Calypso really encouraged Honey in this episode. Well, it's looking wonderful. Is there anything else you can think of that a gnome might enjoy? love how um you know honey starts quite small and the role i think of a good teacher is to always really encourage their students to dream a bit bigger she never says oh you should you should do a bit bigger but she kind of just encourages honey to really think a bit bigger um and the end result there is absolutely incredible you know honey lets her imagination run wild and you can see that she's so proud of what she's created oh absolutely and and it is the pinnacle of this episode i reckon and the music lends itself to that as well building and building and building this amazing village that honey is creating and then um and then needs a gnome to go on top of it all to look over the village (laughs) so and uh i guess feeding back into that gnome theme it really is a example of all the beautiful types of play that are going on and Calypso you could argue is the gnome who's overseeing the kingdom (laughs) yes 
Uh, man, it's just layer upon layer, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. Um, a shout out to indie, I think, as well, because I think a lot of play um, is written off sometimes the kids as a little bit silly or, you know, maybe something that we don't cultivate when we're adults because um, it's almost seen as a bit excessive. And these kids are learning all sorts of stuff about the economy, about um, trade relations, about... Um, How to find a share house. Yeah. That's <laughs> crucial life skills. learning. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's, a job. there's um, so much going on in this episode, and it, and then um, yeah, plays gets developed on more in protecting future school episodes as well. Yes, yes. yeah, the importance yeah. of having a defence force. I yeah. guess <laughs> <laughs> debatable, but it's in there. I want to also flag my my love for little Rusty. Yes, he's he's such a solid. I, I know I said he was a solid unit last week, but again, just reliable he's building a house this week and he's renting out a room so he's obviously got a nice little um, airbnb uh, side business going on but i don't have any dollar bucks hmm maybe you need a job yeah i could be a waitress for bluey can you mind polly sure bye do you want to learn how to build a fence polly but I think the relationship he has with Indy is really nice. And, um, you know, the fact that Indy's like, oh, I need to go to work. Can you mind the baby straight away? Because uh, next week I think we want to talk about um, early baby. Yes. Perhaps, which sort of um, continues on with the, the baby. And... That growing family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, Rusty just seems to me like such a cool little dude I would be proud if I was his um, parents yeah Yeah. well everyone sort of discovers their best selves in this one I'm looking forward to getting more into that plot line Um, I liked how Pretzel at the end really he started playing on his own but then Calypso just very gently encouraged him to go and join the wider group by um, giving him some ideas about who he could approach to sell his fish. Uh, and I love that from the start his storyline is um, play based on a stick. Because, yeah. <laughs> yes, um, you know, there's not many kids that would walk past a stick and yeah, not find some, you know, some game to play with it. But a dog walking past a stick, that's just unheard of. <laughs> So I love the occasional, oh, that's right, they are dogs. And, of course, he wants to play with a stick. Yeah, yeah. a stick is the ultimate toy for any kid, I think. You know, it can be a, a lightsaber, it can be um, a pointer, it can be a staff. It can, yeah, uh, give a kid a stick. Unlimited. <laughs> yeah, just all fun and games until someone loses an eye. Being protecting Roman is a little bit boring. Maybe we should be invading Roman. I'm looking forward to discussing more about these gnomes yeah. <laughs> and the protection of the gnomes well, and the kingdom. I feel like it's going to be one of those really um, divisive issues, the the value of alternative education. So I want to hear back from people if their kids are in a Steiner school and if this is all ringing true or if, if um, Ludo's got it completely wrong on this account. Um, or if we've got it completely yeah, we, wrong. <laughs> that is also a yeah, considerable possibility. Yeah, I and do feel like it's a good advertisement, like you were saying with shops last week. You know, um, watching these kids and the way they're interacting, it kind of makes me um, really reflect on the amount of play that my um, daughter in particular would be getting through her school. And I know they're very play 
um, focused and great through play is a real thing for them. But um, yeah, in a in a traditional primary school setting, you know, apart from your lunchtime and your breaks, mm. I wonder um, how much is going on in the classroom. And then feeding back again to you know, is that providing a fertile ground for children's imagination? Man, <laughs> I know it's a scary world ahead, isn't it? For all the other parents who haven't sent a kid to school yet. Um, yeah, thank thank God we've got Bluey to guide us. No, absolutely. <laughs> um, although the the local Steiner school could be totally overwhelmed in about four years' time. <laughs> that that is a big possibility. Um, thanks for listening to Got to Be Done. We'll see you next week. You can, in the meantime, follow us on all the socials. It's at Bluey Pod on Instagram and at Bluey Podcast. Um, thanks to the jerk in Perth on on Twitter. Um, <laughs> and subscribe on iTunes as usual. We'll. See you next week. I've got to find a gnome. <laughs> Look at this lovely stick I found, Pretzel. I don't feel like playing anything. Okay. 